0: His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's Alan Henderson, and just moments ago, he is standing outside the studios of Fox and Friends. I'm at Fox
1: and Friends, ready to go in and
0: share my DNA story. It's a lot of traffic in New York City, huh? (laughs) He's literally, he was outside of the studio. He walked in and it was just about, oh, 15 minutes ago that Alan Henderson was on Fox and Friends sharing an amazing story of how he met his brother through taking a swab and a DNA kit, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. He
2: did a great job. I'm sure that was a little nerve wracking, but nice to have Ainsley Earhart doing the interview, who's a South Carolina girl.
0: And she loves his radio. She does. She told his She told Alan Henderson, "Make sure you tell everybody his radio. I love them way up in New York City, which is so cool." And if you didn't hear the story, Alan took that swab, the the same thing that uh, that we did, uh, Rob, Allison, and Jim, back in March. We took the MyHeritage DNA test, and Alice, uh, not Allison, but Alan, got a hit, and he found out that he had a brother in France. And so last week they met for the very first time. They uh, got to know each other. I mean, the story is just absolutely amazing. You should check it out on our website at hisradio.com. I mean, I'm just blown away by this whole thing.
2: And if you want to take one of those My Heritage DNA test kits, we're giving one away. It's on the His Radio Instagram page. Uh, you can also text the word DNA uh, to 800-447-7234. We're also giving one away on the his radio Facebook page. Yeah,
1: I have a similar story because I found out I had a cousin in Lakeland, Florida.
0: Very which, similar. Which
1: I already knew, but they didn't really <laughs> want to go with my story.
0: No, no. Wow. It's not as you don't have a dad that went over to World War II, fell in love with this lady, and then he came back home. She yeah, had yeah. Alan's, Alan's brother. I mean, it's just not the same.
1: It's not quite the same, no. No,
0: no. no. But maybe they'll take you on Fox and Friends. All right. Talk about your cousin you already knew about. Jump
1: on the bus. Rob, Allison, and Jim.
2: We get a lot of people texting and emailing us asking for advice. But, I mean, come on, guys. Let's be honest. We're boneheads.
0: We don't (laughs) know what we're doing. No, I mean, we're so (laughs) underqualified. We're not licensed counselors. No. But I'll tell you who does have some great advice a man that you've seen on America's Got Talent, the comedian Bonehampton with some bona fide advice.
1: Yep, Barry's got a question. What do you do when you go out with a girl and she doesn't tell you she has two kids until after the third date?
0: Bonehampton, what is your bona fide advice, please?
1: Single mama's number one priority
0: is to protect their kids. How she know if it's safe to tell you she got kids? she don't know if you're a serial killer you might be she don't know she don't know (laughs) she didn't even know all this before she let you know she got kids but apparently after the second date she felt safe enough to tell you you should take that as a compliment because that's how she feels about you. She could have let it go on and on. Just one day you take her to the airport, and you pop the trunk to get her luggage out, and there is a stroller and a car seat. How would you like it if you found out then? Oh. Oh. So the fact that she told you this early on, that means she got some trust in you. Take that as a compliment.
2: Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Thank you, I didn't think it like that.
0: Barry, I think you got your question answered there with some good bona fide advice with Bonehampton.
1: He is so full of wisdom.
0: Isn't he, though? Amazing. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I have to tell you, I am just so impressed by the greatness that surrounds this place with Jim Mann and Allison Storm. Allison is now like a speaker, which is so cool.
2: Mm. I don't know if I'm like a, a real speaker. Oh, I come just, on. You I just it. go and tell stories.
0: You told stories at a TED Talk, which is cool.
2: Mm-hmm. But last night, Legacy Outreach invited me to speak at their youth rally, and it was a great evening. We had so much fun. Students from several area churches were a part of it, and I did something a little... Sneaky, sneaky. What? I had some. I had a couple of prizes I wanted to give away, uh-huh. and so I was like, "Hmm, how? Sh- what should I do to give these away?" And I could have just, you know, maybe asked a trivia question or like, you know, pulled a name out of a hat. But no, I had to embarrass people, oh, <laughs> and boy. hopefully they don't mind that I'm about to share this video. I know that feeling. <laughs> because I did forget to get permission. So Um, forgive me, kids. So I had these His Radio gift packs to give away. So I said the first two students who come up on stage and sing the His Radio jingle would win.
0: Uplifting
2: and encouraging. I was kind of just expecting the His radio, but they did the whole uplifting they and encouraging. did it, yeah. I know. So it was just really fun. And then I went on to share my testimony. And I explained to the, this group of kids how a friend inviting me to church with her made a huge difference in, in my life. And, you know, I went to the youth group because someone invited me.
0: So, you're here because of her?
2: Yeah. Mhm. Exactly. So, they, you know, they may be young, but that doesn't mean they don't have the power to change somebody's lives or they make an impact.
1: They can change the world, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. What song did you sing?
0: What's that mean? <laughs> where, where are you getting this?
1: I just figured she sang a song.
2: No, I didn't sing. That would have scared them all away. They had some beautiful singers, though, from Anderson University that came all the way there to be a part of it as well. See,
0: she had an opening act and everything. Mm -hmm.
2: They sang Reckless Love and a Lauren Daigle song and Crowder. So it was all his radio faves.
1: And they backed (laughs) you up, right?
2: Jen, no, I do not sing.
0: No, she only plays the recorder.
2: <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'm a little nervous about my ability to help my son with his math homework. Uh-oh. Now, I know he's just in kindergarten, so I can handle this. He's
1: past
0: you, Heather. Yeah. Wait till high school comes. You're like, what?
2: Well, I don't even know if I'll get to high school before I start to panic, before I reach the end of my math knowledge. And maybe that's the case for this boy in Colorado. I don't think his parents were much help. So he thought about some numbers that he might call for help, and the numbers 911 popped into his head. So. He calls 911 to ask for help for his math homework, and the way the emergency operator handled the call is just pretty sweet. 911, what's the address of your emergency?
1: Hi, yeah, this is an emergency, but I'm 10 years old and I'm working on my math homework right now, and I can't figure out what 71 divided by 3,052 is.
2: What was? What, what is me? the? How much? What? Um, 71 divided by 3,052. Three
1: thousand
2: fifty-two. Yeah. Um, I could try to help you. Let me. I don't know how to do that off the top of my head either at the moment. So.
0: Okay. Thanks. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So I think the
2: guy went and got a calculator and then told him the answer. So I'm not sure how much of help that was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the department put out a disclaimer after this call and said, note, not all dispatchers are as skilled in math and or readily equipped with calculators as dispatcher Chris. There you go, Chris. And they reminded residents to only use 911 for real emergency and don't call uh, call the non-emergency, you know, for math homework help. That was kind of an emergency.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I could use it for, like, English and stuff like that, literature. I could have used it then. Eh, that was fine. Okay. I'm
0: glad you're a whiz at math. There's got to
1: be
2: a hotline for that, right?
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah. Do they help with English? (laughs) I don't know. You'd
0: think. They talk for a living. Oh, yeah.
2: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim.
0: Shannon wants to chime in this morning at 800-447-7234. Shannon, what's up?
1: I was just listening to his radio about the little boy that called 911 for his homework. Yeah. I can beat that. My nephew, um, they have Alexa
2: at their home. So he just asked asked Alexa how to do his homework, and he got (laughs) caught.
0: Oh, so she was giving him all the right answers, and then Mom and Dad went, wait a minute here.
2: His dad walked in and noticed he was doing his homework, which they always had trouble with him doing his homework. When his dad walked in, he was doing his homework. He said, good job, um, Cameron. And he said, and then he walked away, and he said... Alexa, what is two times two? And he called him. That's pretty smart, though, to ask Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> she does know everything.
0: Yeah, you're not kidding about that. She That's does right. know everything, big time. I need to check to see if my kids are doing that.
2: They probably are.
0: You don't know.
1: <laughs> I hear you in your office doing that a lot, Rob.
0: Well, I don't have homework like that.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
0: I can ask any question I want to Alaska, Alexa. Alexa,
1: how do you handle Jim, man? I hear that a lot.
0: (laughs) Help me with his personality, please. He's a Cocker Spaniel.
1: No! And not a Chihuahua either.
0: Sometimes. Uh, That's true. Sometimes. Ask Allison.
2: So Sammy, he's been playing with his walkie-talkies, and he asks his walkie-talkies to tell him a joke because he always asks Siri to tell him a joke. Uh So like when his walkie-talkies will not tell him a joke, he gets a little upset.
0: Don't you go on the (laughs) other end and tell a joke?
2: (laughs) I don't know any. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I need need to memorize more jokes.
0: Get a couple of knock-knocks together. You'll be absolutely fine. More than just pretty voices. Someone who works at the Maryland Zoo found this wild box turtle with a damaged shell. It was really bad. The turtle had multiple fractures on the bottom part of its shell, where it's really soft. So the zoo veterinarians team all got together and thought, we got to do something. Maybe we can construct maybe some kind of a small wheelchair for this turtle. They didn't know what to do, except for one guy on the team thought, maybe we can make one out of LEGOs. They didn't know how to do that. So they got a hold of a LEGO enthusiast over in the UK to make this wheelchair. But the big question is, after they got the design and how to make it does this wheelchair made out of Legos actually work? I was surprised at, yeah, how well it turned out and how he's able to really express a lot of his normal behaviors. Um, I thought he might still be a little limited in movement but he can turn on a dime, he can scoot um, like a normal turtle, so I was really impressed with that and also at the response of the other staff members here that it wasn't like ridiculed for being kind of a zany idea. Yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, really? Legos? Come on, dude. But it actually works, and they're, they're expecting that this little box turtle is going to be fully recovered in a year. It's going to take a whole year before it's out of that uh, Lego wheelchair contraption.
2: Oh, There's so many creative people in this world. Yeah. <laughs> it just blows my mind. I
1: never would have thought of that. Mm-mm. Man, if I ever hurt myself, I'm going to make one of those. Wouldn't it be fun?
0: A Lego wheelchair.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, you are kind of turtle Oh! <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Especially when you wear a turtleneck.
1: Oh, that's the good thing.
0: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Hey, uh, Jim. Yes? Patricia, I believe, might have a cat story just for you. No way. Yeah, Patricia, what is it? We had a cat. The
2: cat's finally passed on with diabetes. But we had a cat in the house, and I don't like litter boxes. But we hung a huge red Christmas bell that had a rope on it on the front door. And every time that cat wanted to go outside to do his business, he would get up there and ring that bell.
1: Brilliant. So
2: dogs and cats are awesome. Don't cats normally use litter boxes? You said he goes outside? Yeah, but my cat, because I don't like litter boxes, I have a very bad gag reflex to smell. We trained that cat to ring that. It was hanging on the doorknobs, and his paw, he would get up there and... Slap
0: that bell when you wanted to go outside. There you go. That's amazing. Very well trained. And just because Ooh. of that, I think we'll have for you, Patricia, the cat song. Yeah, that, that's
2: cool. We listen to that every time it's on in
0: the morning. What kind of cat hangs out in your house?
2: House cat. What
0: kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. cat. What kind of cat
1: is a chocolate candy bar? Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Yeah. Hey! What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What, what kind, kind of cat. cat are you? I'll give you those clues. What, what kind of cat are you? That's my whiskers. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim.
2: I'm more of a Wheel of Fortune girl myself, but I do love a good round of Jeopardy. And there's a point in every episode of Jeopardy where Alex Trebek pauses and does a short, you know, little interview, a little back and forth with with each of the contestants. But recently, he looks at his card and he's like, well, my card is blank for Michael of Orlando, Florida. So he asked Michael, what do you want to talk about? And this is what Michael said. I just wanted to um, say one quick thing and ask um, Maria Schaefer right there. Who is Maria? Where is she? Oh, hello, Maria. If
0: she would make me a winner today and marry me. (laughs) Will you marry me?
1: Maria,
0: you responded too quickly. I was about to say, we'll have the answer to that question right after this commercial break.
1: That would be, what is yes? What is yes? All right, good for you. So I
2: got to thinking, you know what would have been really awkward? What's that? If he had popped the question and then this music played while Maria thought about how she'd answer. Oh, she answered. yes. <laughs> and a little sweat forms in Michael's brow as he waits. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Aww. Michael, ultimately, he played second, but finished first in his fiance's heart.
0: Aw, <laughs> how sweet.
2: I know. That was
0: beautiful. That was easy on that guy.
2: It was.
0: He didn't have to go out to a park, didn't have to do all this stuff. He just asked on TV, will you marry me?
2: He did have a lot of cameras pointed at him.
0: Oh, yeah, time. that's for sure. Oh, that makes me nervous.
2: There's a camera. A lot of cameras pointed at you right what? now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's on His Radio TV. He has no idea. Check out Jim Mann on Apple TV, Nobody. Roku, the His Radio TV app, and HisRadio.com and the video replay. It's even streaming live right now. Nobody told me. All cameras pointed at Jim. I
1: would have combed my hair.
0: Yeah. We noticed. Huh. You get some hair gel or something, dude. Mornings with Rob,
1: Allison, and Jim. Well, I love to talk about the little puppies when they do cute things. Right. Okay, right. Well, and uh, there was this puppy who gets out every once in a while. He's a full-grown puppy. I think he's a golden retriever, it looks like, anyway. Um, so he went out, got out of the house somehow. It doesn't really explain, but uh, I just saw this video on the internet. And the dog, like, came back around. You know those um, doorbells that have the camera in it? so you can. Kind oh, of I see? want one of those. Okay, well, Christmas is coming.
2: <laughs> they look cool.
1: But this dog, after he ran around and did what I was saying, he came back to the front door and started ringing the doorbell. And you can see his little face when you watch it. He's up at the camera. It's like, okay, family, I'm ready to come back in now. Kind of thing. He's done this a couple of times. Isn't oh, that for hilarious? Real? That is kind of cool. So he learns pretty quick. I don't know if he watches people do that or whatever, but you just let him know he's ready to come in. <laughs> That's great. Isn't that hilarious? I think it is.
2: Yeah, I think these cameras are supposed to be for, you know, burglars and bad people. But puppies work too
1: Yeah, yeah he, he goes up and he pushes it like with his Looks like with his nose or something You see his paw come up Or mostly his nose And
0: how he knew to do that
1: Yeah To he actually w- ring the bell like that He watches YouTube YouTube videos.
0: Oh, yeah, because that teaches you everything on YouTube, right? Yeah.
2: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Firefighters make many sacrifices to help others, but so do their spouses. Jeremy Barassa and his girlfriend, Krista, they dated for 11 years. Hello. He finally proposed, and they planned a beautiful wedding, and then they lost their venue, like, weeks before the wedding, so they decided to move their ceremony into the fire station because Jeremy is a firefighter. Oh, nice. But then, right after the ceremony, they were taking pictures and an emergency call came in. State Park fire, requesting Cottage
0: fire. They do what's called a, an all call. Newport fire, all call. Which is they need more people now.
2: I just looked over at Jeremy and I could just see it in his eyes. He felt so torn. And I just said, go ahead and go, babe. Just go, they need you. Go.
0: Yep. It was a cool moment. It was a neat moment.
2: While Jeremy helped fight the fire, Krista's father escorted her into the reception and then she prayed before dinner for both the firefighters and the family that was losing its home. And I just love what she said, you know, uh, she says, I've got the rest of my life with him, but they needed him.
0: That is sweet. Mm -hmm. She did sacrifice right off the bat so he could go and do what he does, and that is save lives.
2: I know. His wedding day, he left to fight a fire.
1: I know. Well, of course, they've been dating, what, 11 years, you said? Yeah. So I'm assuming she knew what she was getting into.
2: Yep. And uh, he said this kind of solidified the fact that she is the one for him.
0: See? Look at that. Way to go. And congratulations, by the way, you two. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. When it comes to the most serious things in life, we turn to our producer, Jim
1: Mann. Mm, Yes. When I leave here, I go straight home to my gaming station thing.
0: Can you mm. see Jim man? Oh, man. <laughs> Virtual reality lenses on and everything.
1: Until you have
2: one of those chairs.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Like a
2: rocking chair on the ground.
1: Finally, like at midnight, Tracy, my wife takes my headphones off and yells for me to get in bed. And then, <laughs> uh, I just can't stop. However, I'll, and of course, I'm watching other YouTubers play games because that is so exciting to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sure is. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. There's a guy on YouTube, Cosmic D12 or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. I watch him all the time, and he's playing uh, Super Mario Brothers. You familiar with that? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, that's it's where I live. G, Mario, yeah,
2: princess.
1: I live, I live there. What? <laughs> she it's knows the game
0: more better than you do. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, he play. He did the. Uh, sp- he had a speed run. Is that something? <laughs> sure. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he did it the first time. And well, listen. Listen to this fella. Listen. I cannot believe it. What? <laughs> My first run ever. <sighs> so, what'd he do? He went so fast, he broke a record. Four minutes and 55 seconds.
2: Get out.
1: No, I uh, promise. <laughs> I can't believe it. It takes me three days. First
0: time ever the guy's played the game and he bosses it and wins.
1: Oh, big whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting.
2: Wait, this is the first time he'd ever played it? Yeah. A I don't believe yeah. that. <laughs> I, spent, I remember the first time I played this game, I spent eight hours playing it at my neighbor's house, and the next day, my thumbs were so sore.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you get splints?
2: I didn't even make it to, like, the fourth round. <laughs> fourth level. Sorry.
1: Well, you'll never beat this guy.
2: No. No.